And our gospel reading today from Matthew's gospel, Matthew chapter 8, uh, 1 to 13. When he came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. And behold, a leper came to him and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a proof to them. When he had entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, appealing to him, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Truly I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and recline at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And to the centurion, Jesus said, Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray again. Father, we pray with the psalmist, O Lord, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. We pray with godly Samuel, speak, O Lord, today, for your servant listens. And now, Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts in this place, Lord, may they be acceptable in your sight. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I have a very uh, short sermon for you today. I have one simple message that I want to press home. And it's something that I, I hope and I trust will be an encouragement to you. There are a number of things that we could pull out of this passage, a number of things that we could talk about, but I want to focus simply on Jesus' willingness to heal. The image that we get today in our passage, uh, in this gospel passage, is desperately broken. We have a leper and we have a paralytic, and they're both images of absolute helplessness in every way, desperate brokenness. And the physical malady is bad enough but the physical malady covers something that's far deeper and, uh, and far more devastating, the, the spiritual brokenness that's beneath it all. And in the Bible and in the ancient world, leprosy was a very important spiritual metaphor. If you recall Numbers, uh, Numbers chapter 12, Moses' own family, Miriam and Aaron, came to him and they said, does the Lord only speak to you? Does he not only speak to us? And they challenged Moses. And it says in the Bible that the Lord heard them. And immediately Miriam was struck down with leprosy. And it describes the, the, the malady in this way. Aaron looks at her and he says, Let her not be as those whose flesh is half eaten away. And the Bible 
specifically links Miriam's sinful rebellion against Moses with this disease of leprosy. And at our moral self, in our innermost being, we are terribly diseased. We are terribly leprous, the Bible says. Luther, in his exposition of the Lord's Prayer, he puts it in very offensive terms. He says, to know man is to know that all he is capable of is sinning and doing evil. And I think most of us would want to challenge Luther's anthropology today. I think many Christians today and many churches even would want to challenge Luther's notion of what it means to be a human. I don't think St. Paul would. And I don't think Jesus would. In fact, Jesus looked into the heart of a sinner. He looked deep down into the heart of the human person and Jesus told us what comes out of that place. He saw a number of things coming out of the heart of man and none of them were good. We live in a generation, don't we, that sings praises and odes and hymns to the glory and to the strength of man. Everywhere you go, everywhere you look, you hear the hymns of the praise of the glory and the strength and the beauty of man. And it's hard to see through. It's hard to swim against the stream. It's very hard in our generation to hear the clear verdict of Scripture against us. Such as when the Apostle Paul confesses, I know that nothing good dwells in me that is my flesh. In my sinful self, no good dwells in me. All that he is capable of is sinning, says Luther. Nothing good dwells in me, says the Apostle Paul. But if that's all that Luther says about our situation, it would be a fairly depressing sermon today. Happily, Luther says more. To know man is to learn that he is capable only of sinning and doing evil, but to know God is to learn that grace is stronger than all the creatures. God is willing to heal us. If you are willing, said the man, you can make me clean. And Jesus answers him, I am willing. One of the most important things that we can learn about Jesus is just this. He wills to heal the sinner. It's why he came. I didn't come to call the righteous, he said. Those who are well, those who are whole, have no need of a physician. And brothers and sisters, Jesus is the archetype of the Hippocratic Oath. Jesus is the good physician that wills to help the sick, and he throws himself into this task without reserve. But we can grow so ashamed of our sin. We can grow so discouraged by our repeat offenses. We can grow so ashamed of our leprosy and our reluctance to give ourselves to the divine medicine. And suddenly the good physician, he fades from view, the one who wants to heal. But the gospel tells us today that the grace of God is stronger than all the creatures. The grace of God is stronger than all of our objections. The grace of God is stronger than all our unbelief that Jesus might not be the one who wants to heal us. And God's grace, says Luther, it breaks through. God's grace, it cascades and it flows into the places that we would never expect it to go.
Both of these people in our passage today, they're on the outside. Both of the people in our passage today, they're ostracized individuals in their own way. They don't belong anywhere. The leper, dwelling in the stigma of his disease. Mary, we read, when she was struck with leprosy, God says, send her outside the camp. Send her to the outside. And the leper here, he's on the outside. He's on the outside of all that's acceptable. And he's in this deep, deep horror of leprosy. And then we have the Gentile servant, and he's also on the outside. He's outside of the camp of the Jewish people. He is outside as a Gentile sinner. And Matthew wants us to see today that the good physician flows beyond the camp. The good physician goes to those who are on the outside. He goes into the stigma. He goes into the horror. He goes to the borders that others refuse to cross. That's where Jesus wants to go. The good physician longs to be where the sick people are. And we imagine that our sin pushes Jesus away. We imagine that God only draws near to us when we are pure. God only draws near to us when we're holy. But brothers and sisters, hear the gospel today. Jesus did not come for the righteous. He came for the sinner. And God's grace is stronger than all the creatures. The good physician, he meets us in the stigma of our sin. It's who he is. He will do his patients no harm. A bruised reed he will not break, the scripture says. Forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all of your sins. Who heals all of your diseases who redeems your life from the pit. And whatever you find yourself in today, whatever spiritual pit, it might seem so deep, and it might seem so dark that there's no getting out of it. And you might have tried again and again and again to crawl your way out only to slide back to the bottom of this pit and you feel diseased to the core and you feel leprous and hopeless and that God has cast you off. But hear the gospel again. The great physician says to you, I am willing to heal you, and I will make you whole. God's grace is stronger, says Luther. So brothers and sisters, my simple message to you today is repent of your sins. Do the work of repentance. Confess your sins. Acknowledge your sickness like the leper did. I am leprous. Spell it out before the Lord. Tell him how bad you really are. And then look to Jesus and believe his gospel and trust in his grace that you are his and that he can make you an honorable vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house and ready for every good work. Let's pray together. O Lord, today I pray you'd make us strong in the grace that is in Jesus Christ. Heal us, O Lord, of our various diseases so that today and increasingly we might be good soldiers of the Lord Jesus Christ, not entangled in civilian pursuits, 
so that we can be the victorious athlete who competes according to the rules, so that we can be the hard-working farmer who has first share in his crops. Oh, Lord Jesus, to you, the good physician, we look today, and we ask for more grace and for more healing power than we can possibly expect. We pray it in your name, O oh Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.